Hello and welcome to the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. <laughs> Say it like how he says it, though. Um, I was doing Luke Wilson. Oh, uh, yeah. Not only will, will they care about the ass, but whose ass it is. Or whatever. <laughs> Talk about idiocracy in case you haven't seen it, you uh, fucking assholes. There was a time when we cared whose ass it was and why it was farting. <laughs> or whatever. My name's Adam. That's my real name. Hi, I'm Dan Camacho. Josh. I'm Ryan Camacho. High energy, Scoops. Sup, y'all? I'm just macho. <laughs> Josh is on fucking lewds right now from his nose job. Yeah, man. So in case you guys don't know, Josh has the exact same nose as Ryan now. <laughs> he got a nose job. He made his nose super tight. <laughs> so we're on Zoom again this week like we have been, and I just see Scoops in the screen. I wish everyone could see what I see right now. <laughs> we're going to post a picture of this shit. <laughs> Did you eat a gummy? Yeah. He's laid back, but he, he actually looks pretty normal. He looks... yeah. It just, I, he just looks beat up. I can't even see his eyes. I just see two little slits. <laughs> He's leaned back super hard, playing on his phone. Caught him blowed. Oh, man. We caught him blowed. Yeah, man. That's tight. Yeah. I ate a whole gummy. So tell us about your surgery. Tell the people about your surgery, bro. Um, tell people about the record or whatever. <laughs> tell them how you feel. I had some sinus surgeries, like multiple. I had to fix a deviated septum. Some fucking turbinate reduction and then uh, turbulence, an implant, <laughs> turbulence reduction, and an implant. Yeah, it's like an implant that goes like you got a turbine put in your head, you can't augmentation. It's, like, it's a it's an implant that acts as like a breathe right strip, but like it dissolves over 18 months, and in the meantime, scar tissue develops around it, so it keeps the same like shape or whatever. Makes it uh, more shapely and supple. Yeah. Is it a gas-powered or battery-powered? <laughs> How do you turn that thing on? It's a pull start. <laughs> Lithium ion. <laughs> Does it hurt really bad right now? No, nah, it doesn't hurt. Uh, my nose is like... like you, want, you want me to, like, pee on it? No, it's... it's uh, <laughs> Like a jellyfish thing? <laughs> my nose is super tender. You ever peed on somebody's nose? <laughs> Does it feel good when you have to laugh? <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> I was just thinking about it, peeing on a nose. <laughs> Only on the nose. Target the nose. Chrissy, my nose hurt real bad. Did, did Ryan peed on my nose and made it feel all better? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yep, I had to get that in there. It, no, it's it, my nose is like tender, but the, the it, I just can't breathe, and I have two giant splints up each each of my nostrils. So like, I, I can't taste anything. I've I've had migraines for like the last three days. Oh no! Yeah. So all that just to become a model. Yep. Did you do a photo shoot or what? No. What happened? I, no, I had a different photo. I had a different photo shoot, but I, I think <laughs> I would have done it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I think you would have been up to it. Dude. We should have done it. I haven't shit since Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> of the like pain, pain medication. Yeah. yeah. The quaaludes. Ludes stop you up. Uh, Painkillers do. You want me to pee on your butthole? <laughs> you want me to pee in it? <laughs> Get a little drumstick up there and just mix it around. You know. Yeah. yeah, it'll start coming out. Do a little circle, circle mix. Yeah, it's just, it's just kind of miserable. So I get the splints out on Thursday, and uh, apparently everything gets so much better after that. Even they told me that on the phone today. You called and you're like, "Hey, well, cause I, why is it I still hurt?" <laughs> you call, you're like, hey, "It's just, uh, why does it get better? <laughs> when does it get better?" <laughs> no, because I was I called him today to figure out like, hey, is there anything else I could do to like 
relieve like the pressure in my head. And then I asked them about like some other stuff and uh, they're like, no, you could do these couple things. And then after Thursday, when the splints come out, like everything will be better. Try to drill a hole in it like Egon. Uh-huh. That would have worked if you wouldn't have stopped me. All right. So when you, so when you're down, like you're down, like, you know, when you're sick or when you're in a situation like this, I just imagine you on your couch just all day long. Uh-huh. Watching movies and shit. Is that what, is that what happens? Oh, yeah. Well, the first couple of days for sure. I, I, I slept in the recliner the first night. Because <laughs> I have, I ha- like, because you have to be, like, super elevated. Yeah. Mm. Like, you can't like, just be kind of, like, on, like, an extra pillow. You have to be, also have to be sitting up. So mm. I've been laying around for, like, three days. I tried to do some stuff yesterday, but uh, today I woke up worse than I was yesterday. Did you watch Gentleman? Because I finally watched I, it. I haven't. I haven't. You watched it? Fuck yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so I still haven't caught up. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Hey, t- hey tell me Colin Farrell isn't Dennis Bergen-Taylor. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> um, Hugh Grant, like, murdered it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The whole movie's fucking outstanding. It just makes me want to go to a pub, though. Don't say anything about what it's actually about, because I want to go in completely cold with nothing. Yeah, All funny. you need to know, you'll like it. You like Guy Ritchie's. Like, you'll like it. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, he's been trying to get us to watch a gentleman for like I don't know three months now. I finally fucking I just bought it and it was like well uh, worth so it, good. dude. Did you watch anything? What else did you watch? What what did you watch? It's like super dope. Anything new? I no, I haven't really watched anything new. I watched that uh, that new Denzel movie hmm. uh, with uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto and R- R- Rami Malek. Rami Malek. I don't know how to say his first yeah. name. It was oh, pretty is it good. good. It was good. It wasn't like the best movie I've ever seen, but it was still good. Scathing review. <laughs> Tore it down. I've been watching WandaVision. You've been yeah. watching what? Wanda what? WandaVision. Fuck it's a yeah. Marvel th- it's a Marvel thing. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, Disney Plus, right? Yep. It's on there. It's on there. It's uh it's a yeah, it's a Marvel thing. It's fucking amazing. It's high concept shit. You'll be super into it, I think. Tight. It's like kind of a slow burn though, but they're short episodes. Dude, did you guys ever watch Shits Creek? Fuck yes. yeah. Dude, yep. everybody's been talking about that and I tried it like a year or two ago. And I made it like 10 minutes in. And I was like, these people are so unlikable. I can't do this. Same. But I promised my wife I'd watch it. It's so um, good. So I gave it another shot like a month ago. And I'm like three seasons in, four seasons in. Holy fuck, it's great. Yeah. It's amazing. Dude, the yeah. fact that they, they make you, they, they shake you of that feeling of wanting to punch them all the fuck out. And you come to yeah. love those characters is incredible. Yeah. It's fucking awesome, dude. Like, I I don't know. I, just, I haven't had like a show, like a, you know, like a show that I watch and so long i guess mandalorian besides that like i've had a show in like years you know i don't know it's fucking dope i like it and i love that it was like truly like a father-son project between yeah eugene levy and dan levy the daughter's in it too yeah but uh when you finish it watch the behind the scenes thing it's fucking amazing it's not so much behind the scenes it's kind of like they do interviews after the fact and talk about how it came up and he basically just came to his dad said hey i had this idea and they fucking wrote the pilot and did it it's incredible yeah, god damn it. You know what I miss? I miss going to a movie theater, man. Fuck yeah, man. It's unbelievable. Ugh. I'm wondering, like, when this shit's all said and done, if that stuff's going to come back and people are going to be like, fuck yeah, I'm so excited. That, or if people are going to be like, nah, I like having this. I like shit just going straight to my TV, you know? Probably both. Yeah, it's going to be both for me. Some shit like Wonder Woman 1984. I was like, sick, mm-hmm. I get to just watch it. But, yeah. I mean, there's no way I'm, ne- no I'm going to see a Star Wars movie. Not at a theater on opening day ever. Yeah. Probably the same with the other Marvel stuff. Yeah. So both for me. I don't think I've been to a movie theater in like three years either way. I gave I gave up on them a long time ago. I don't know why. 
I went like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. What'd you see? Oh, uh, we uh, the war with Grandpa. Oh yeah. Like we rent, we we did. The, you could rent like the theaters for like birthday parties. So we rented it for Rigby. Ball in. Yeah. So yeah, hundred bucks for the whole shit. Yeah, it's like a hundred dollars, and you can oh, wait back up twenty people. You can rent a movie theater for a hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, <laughs> they're trying sweet. to make money dude, right now. A, a fucking movie ticket's almost a hundred dollars by itself. It's like twenty bucks <laughs> for. A, yeah, it's like twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Or so for a family, be. it's like, oh, cool. This will just be ours. Yeah, it depends uh, on the yeah. uh, depends on the movie. Like the newer, like the new new movies, like the big time movies. I think those are more. But yeah, mm. you could like you have like twenty people come. Can you bring your own DVDs and just say, hey, play this? <laughs> That's the only thing that sucks. You have to pick from what they have. I know. I'm just kidding. Can we go watch the birds there? Uh, oh, my God. And, scre- and stream it? Dude, when that <laughs> when oh. theaters open and that's a thing again, we should do a thing. I've been thinking about doing this for a long time. Jordan, from, I think Jordan from uh, Newfound Glory does this. Has like a, like a, not a screening, but like, you know, promotes like a movie night, whatever. And just like promoting a show like, oh, we're going to watch Back to the Future. You know, mm-hmm. and promotes. He does it. it with like newfound glory fans. I think just with whoever. Whoa, I'm pretty sure it's him. But uh, we should do that shit, and we should do the burbs, and we should do all all our favorite movies. Just do it like monthly. Yeah, with Patreon folks. Yeah, like just hang out with them in, in real life. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember the last thing I saw in a movie theater though. It might have been Rise of Skywalker. I saw something during. The pandemic. Fuck, what was it? It was really good, though. I went to, I think it was Ronnie's Werenberg here, and they had, you know, it was like two seats between each individual seat. It was all spread out. They had like a little thing over it, like a like a toilet seat in an airplane that was like freshly cleaned. You know, you pull the thing off. So it was good. Wow. I felt safe. That's weird. Do you think our fans like that we just talk about movies and have nothing to do with <laughs> anything that has to do with our band ever? Yes, we just we always just talk about movies because they're the tightest. Movies are good. Because I think Dan, you nailed this a couple podcasts ago. It's because we're musicians. Yeah, and we love art, but sometimes you just don't want to talk about the kind of art you make. You want to talk about the art kind of art other people make. You know? Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just want to like be on pain meds and play Bejeweled or whatever Josh is doing right now. <laughs> I, I keep every once in a while you see a little smirk on his face. What are you doing? <laughs> I was looking at some. Oh, cool. Cool story, yeah. Dickface. Shopping on Amazon. <laughs> no, was, I don't remember what it was now. You're kind of fucked up on drugs right now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you set it down three seconds ago and you go, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh, I, have you guys are, Never mind. I can't probably can't talk about that. Right. Can we talk about drugs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We, we have a whole lot on this podcast. I'm talking about other drugs besides just like weed, because it's about time I started doing some. I've only ever done the weed. We had a whole talk about shrooms before. We have an episode called Shrooms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do all kinds of shrooms this summer. Dan, what drugs have you done? Tell us. Heroin. The horse. I did a little bit, a little bit of heroin. <laughs> I have not done heroin or meth. Probably a bunch of other ones I haven't done. I don't know. Shrooms, acid, coke. Crack cocaine. <laughs> crack. I used to be addicted to crack. I watched a documentary the other day about crack, and that was, that was the first time I actually understood what how crack was different than cocaine. I didn't even know any of that. I didn't know that until I watched the show Snowfall. That's the only re- reason I know. I only know because I accidentally smoked it with that one guy that's the lead singer of that one band. Because you cook it. <laughs> Hold on, In what? Basement. Dude, I'm pretty sure I accidentally smoked crack. 
How do you not know about this? <laughs> with who? Yeah, I was a singer of a uh, a band we've toured with a bunch. Steven? <laughs> it was Steven from Amberlin. <laughs> it is for sure. Ed, hey, edit this part out. No, uh, on that not sure. tour, I was smoking weed with Dwayne, Elizondo, Mountain Dew, Herbert Camacho. A whole lot. And one night he was like, dude, I got some some special kind of weed tonight. Dude, it had fucking something laced in it, like some crack in it or some meth or some shit. PCP? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we smoked crack. Or it was like s- something else in it, for sure. You were like a Connor for real in Popstar with that song. <laughs> yes. I've smoked weed a hundred times in my life, and this was like nothing I've ever done. So I don't know what was in it. It was like an upper to you? You were all raging and shit? Yeah, but weed does that to me anyway. Everything that's supposed to happen to you, the opposite happens to me. That's why Josh gave me a b- bag of gummies. And I'm afraid to eat them because I know it's going to happen. I'm not going to go to sleep. I'm going to do the opposite of go to sleep. I'm going to play the drums on my wife's legs. And So if you if you take one of my Adderall, you'll basically like, you'll pass out in the creek and poop your pants. Yeah, I know people that take Adderall for calming. It balances you out, kind of calms you down. I know someone that does that. It gets me all fucking hyped. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Dude, are you open to talking about that? Yeah. What? So, why, so how, how did that wind up happening? You just... Like, we talked about it, but we never really talked about it. So maybe this is the best place to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a public forum. Tell everybody while you tell us. Like, how did that happen? I just, I realized late in life that I, looking back, I was like, oh, yeah, I have a really fucking terrible attention span. I probably have ADHD or whatever it's called. HDD fucking hard disk. A-I-D-S. HDTV, yeah. And I said something to... I was talking to somebody else who takes Adderall for, you know, similar personality type, whatever. And then I was kind of talking to my wife about it as I was reading, I don't know, WebMD or some shit about symptoms and diagnosis and whatever. And I would read off one and I'd be like, I don't know, that's kind of, and she'd just look at me and shake her head like, yes, yes, that one. And then the next one, yep, mm-hmm, that one too. Yes, definitely that one. And I finally just went in, you know, to my like primary care doctor and filled out the form. And it was just like <laughs> checking all the boxes. And she was like, yeah, we'll go ahead and start you on this. Like, didn't even flinch. Whoa. And she's, my doctor's like, not about just handing out medication. You know, she tends to be like pretty skeptical. So she prescribed it to me. And at first, you know, getting the dose right is tough, I guess. And the amount that she gave me fucked me up. Like, like what? I felt like what I assume people feel like on Coke. Like I was just like raging, ready to party, like couldn't go to sleep, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, and it also, you know, when it would like hit my bloodstream, especially cause you take it as a pill, you don't snort it unless you want to party. So it would like, if I didn't have a full stomach in the morning, I would feel it get in my bloodstream and I'd just be like, like I couldn't sit down. Remember when we were editing, like the first, we were still working on the documentary when I started taking it. And there were some days where <laughs> I remember one day we were trying to agree on something and you couldn't articulate what you were saying. And I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Say it. I like fucking popped off like that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, first of all, I can, I always have trouble articulating my thoughts. So that's nothing new. I remember popping off and and then realizing like, oh shit, that was kind of. Spit it out, Gary. No, no, no. I I do remember multiple situations like that. I remember like getting up and you were, you're like, I got to go pick weeds. And we went in your patio to pick weeds instead of editing. You're like, I just got to talk, talk through this, blah, blah. I was like. What the fuck is going on with this dude? <laughs> yeah, dude, it took me a long time to get the dose right. But like, but like you have like this thing where I think more than anyone I know, when you do focus on something, it's like, 
like our very first podcast. We sat down in your basement and watched you staple a blanket to a wall for like 45 <laughs> minutes straight. <laughs> like just one yeah. little thing, you know, like you'll like when you are doing a task or whatever, you're like, there's like nothing else in the world exists. And it could be the most mundane kind of task. It could be kind of anything. So I, I wonder if that, that's the OCD part of it as yeah. well. They like the Venn diagram of those two things makes me do fucking weird shit. Yeah. Because there's a, a part of ADHD, which I see in you all the time as well, is the hyper-focusing thing where like you yeah. can, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's really hard to focus on something unless it is a thing and then it is the fucking thing and you can't like yeah, the yeah. rest of the world's just completely blocked out. Yeah, that's my brain. So I get like that about all kinds of shit and it'll be things that I, I have to consciously tell myself, this doesn't matter right now. You have to stop. Yeah, yeah. Or like listen to the person who's telling you to go do this other thing. Because once you do it and once you break it, you'll stop obsessing. Yeah. Um, and that hyper-focusing thing is for sure ADHD. But I think that like probably half of the population of Earth has that. To some, to varying degrees. Like, dude, you know you, you know who else had that shit? The first person who sailed across the fucking ocean. The first person to climb Mount Everest. The first person to invent a fucking... Oh, dude, it's not... You know what I'm saying? Like, It's definitely helped me. Like, I'm here with you dudes right now because that helped me be the kind of personality that would obsess over learning an instrument or learning how to edit or wanted to be in a band and nothing else. But yeah, it's also hard to manage, you know? Yeah. My, my shit is like, it's why like as soon as high school started, I was like, Oh shit, this is not going to go well for me because if, if I, if I'm not like genuinely interested in something, it takes every fucking fiber of my being to even halfway pay attention. But if I love something, like nothing will stop me from doing what I want to do. Like there's not a force of fucking nature that can stop me. You know what I'm saying? Like I can record music, write music, play my guitar, hours, 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 hours. Hit that flow state and literally nothing else exists. You know? If a bear bear came in your basement, you wouldn't keep recording. Nope. I'd look him right in the eye and I'd just (laughs) shred still. Uh, Listen, bear, this is my passion. He would start (laughs) headbanging. Something I don't want to do. It takes monumental effort to like fucking care enough to do something that I don't want to do, you know? Yeah. It's tough. My biggest problem, and I've talked to you about this a fucking trillion times, I get interested in so many things. Of course, like music has been one of the biggest things in my life, technology shit, whatever, I'm super into science, but I can't stop getting interested in stuff. And you know, we've had that conversation, like you always say that your wife's like, please don't have another hobby. Please don't make this, you know? No, I'm for real not, I'm for real not allowed to have any more hobbies. <laughs> like, for real. Uh, but not, not for real, because I, fuck that, I'll have all the hobbies. But dude, I, I'm like, I'm the same way, and I'll get interested in the minutia of anything, and then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I could try to do that. Yeah, that'd be fucking sweet. And then I get in a place where I have like a hundred just barely begun or already fully in progress or on my mind, I definitely want to try that soon kind of things. So like on a day off, I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? And then the thing that catches my attention, I'll go super hyper-focus on that. If it's like a home project that's been sitting around, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to get up and move around. And then as soon as I do, it catches my attention. And then I, I work on that all fucking day. Yep. So it's helpful, but sometimes it inhibits things because I'm just into too much shit. Yeah, but that's fucking dope. That's the spice of life, dude. I like that, you know? I really feel like people say this all the time. You know, I hear people say, you know, if there's talk about like, uh, you know, life extension or if 
you were a fucking vampire and you lived forever and everybody died and, you know, wouldn't you get bored or blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't it suck to be old and be decrepit? And Yeah, if I had to, had a fucking catheter and I was shitting in a bag, that would suck. But I can't imagine ever getting bored. I can't imagine ever running out of things to be like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to go learn about that. I'm going to try to do that for eternity. Yeah, I just I just had a conversation similar to this the other day. Uh, this sounds fucking super trite and like just weird, but like I've literally never been bored before. I've never just been like, oh, Saturday, 2 p.m., sitting on the couch, like, what am I going to do? I've literally <laughs> never been bored before. <laughs> yeah, I'm only ever bored if I'm in a place that I don't want to be and like forced to be there in that moment. Yeah. I used to get bored on tour if we were in like, you know, Des Moines or something and you had a day off and you're parked in the middle of nowhere. But like in the last few years, no, especially after you have kids, there's not time to be bored ever. No. If there's ever a second, the only thing I ever think about is, okay, I have 50 fucking things I need to do, about 20 that I want to be doing. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Just yeah. trying to figure out what to actually use time on. And that's, yeah. Yeah, I have not been bored in a real long time. And then you waste time trying to figure out how best to use your time and it's yeah. fucking paralyzing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then when those kids, fucking the kids thing is huge because, you know, once they, you know, get a couple years old, they get old enough where they're actual humans with personalities and they can actually do cool shit. It's like, then you'll never get bored because it's like, especially mm-hmm. if you're not a shitty parent, it's like, oh, let's go here. Let's go do that. Let me teach you how to do this. Let's go make this thing, blah, blah. So it's like, dude, nope. Never, never boredom. Let me show you how to open this beer with your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I played Minecraft for about an hour before we got on here. For real? Yeah, boy. (laughs) Yeah, River plays the shit out of that. Dude, the last time I was bored, like right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was bored watching the Super Bowl. Getting through this episode is kind of boring for Scoobs. (laughs) Yeah. I tried to watch, uh, it was the first football game I ever tried to watch. Uh, I was telling you guys before we started. And I kind of was like, I appreciate the athleticism. It's kind of cool, but I just kept getting really bored. I don't know. Not my thing. Yeah, that's like going to school and like sitting in a class and like learning about something you don't give a fuck about. It's like neat sports. Yeah. I'm I'm overboard, but God, I fucking hate football. It's not for me. I don't hate it at all. Like I love to throw footballs. I like to play it. But I would much rather play it than watch it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It, that's that's to me with like all sports. Same with baseball. Like I love playing baseball. I don't love watching baseball. But I like going to baseball games. But I think that's just because it's like yeah, same. It's just kind of an experience. But there's not. A, I don't watch any sports other than climbing videos on YouTube. Like I don't. There's not a sport that I watch. I tried to watch baseball a little bit, uh, and I just gave up real quick. Do my thing and like I've never. We lost half of our fan base just now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like fuck these guys. I've always been into movies and shit like that over sports, like times a hundred. But it wasn't until I started listening to the Ringer podcasts, you know, a handful of their shit, because they're super into sports and movies and TV and entertainment. So Ryan, you know, from listening to the rewatchables, there so many mm-hmm. of their movie references and in, in jokes and all that kind of shit are sports references. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the one, uh, one of them talking about their memory, talking about nostalgic kind of things in entertainment and sports and talking about um, like going to a game with their dad or something like that and getting into the storytelling aspect of sports, like how, mm-hmm. you know, a player like comes up and they're what happens throughout mm-hmm. the, the span of their career and all this kind of shit. And I can kind of see it now, but I just, I can't get into it at all. I <laughs> at love, all. Yeah. I love playing it. I love, I'll play any sport. I fucking love it, but not watching it, but Movies, sports movies are some of my favorite movies, dude. 
I love a good sports movie. Yeah. Shit's awesome. The la- Dude, The Last Dance shit, we already talked about this, but the Michael Jordan documentary is fucking stellar. I am watched it at least five times start to finish. I can watch any sport at any time. Yeah. yeah. Josh is not in the mood to talk a lot right now, but he does love sports. And I watched, yeah. what did I watch this weekend? I watched soccer, golf, hockey. <laughs> uh, Very specific. Dang. So that's what you've been doing the whole time, technically, watching sports. Did you watch curling and all? No, but I'd watch it if it was on. Dude, I actually do like curling when that's on the, Oli- curling, on the Olympics. Dude. Yeah, if that ever yeah. is on the TV, I watch it. It's really fun. Uh, Get a nice cold Pepsi out and watch uh, a curling match. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're on Quaaludes right now, but but try to articulate it to us a little bit. Like, what is it about sports that's appealing? <laughs> I know it's like a really broad question. It, like watching sports. Because like playing, it's like a complete... The, different- tight, the tight bods. <laughs> well, like... I don't know. Because <laughs> what Scoobs does, I appreciate how you, it's more than just like entertainment for you. Like you like research the players, like yeah. you get really into like all like the, the nitty gritty of the shit, you know? I think for me, what it is, is like, I didn't grow up playing a lot of sports. So it interests me a lot more. You were too weak. <laughs> to like, it interests me more to learn about it. Yeah, like baseball, you'd, you'd never really played baseball, but then you got no. really into baseball, and then we played softball. And it's just, I don't know, there's something about it. I don't know. Learning learning what part of it, specifically? Like, I'm I, for real interested. Well, with, ba- with baseball, it's everything, because there's so much. Like, I was, like, super into, like, oh, why does the second baseman be, why is he positioned here when there's somebody on first, and why is it different when if somebody's on second and no one's on first? Like, I got into all that shit. Like, so, like, the mechanics of the game, like, aside from the players themselves? Yeah, there's everything about it. Like mm-hmm. how to play it. What's it, I and I do that with a lot of the sports that I watch, but I don't know what it is. I think it depends on. I like a lot of sports because most times you can fall asleep and doze off during it. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a peaceful nap. Grandpa Wills, <laughs> but like you, in your recliner, you, uh-huh. Peepaw Wills. You're sleeping, but you still know what's happening. So for some reason, that is real true old people shit. Dude, I yeah, love dude. It. Does Christy serve you meatloaf and no. sit in your recliner? Like I used to, like so, uh, Sunday day games during the summer. Those that's nap time because you like, baseball games <laughs> like fucking four hours long. You yeah, can fall asleep from innings three to eight. You can sleep for an yeah. hour and, and literally yeah. not miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up, well, look at there. You'd be like, well, it's three it. innings later, same fucking score. Base hit, yeah. dude. Cool. Tell me if you guys ever have any of this going on. All right. This is what frustrates me about baseball in particular. Just because I it was my favorite sport growing up. It's still my favorite sport. I love to, I'll play the shit out of baseball. I love it. Anyway, you see these dudes, it's like they're making fucking twelve million dollars a year or whatever. Dude hits a home run and he's like running the bases. There's not like a smirk, there's not a smile. Like no one's ever like partying or happier. Like if I hit a fucking home run, I would do the somersaults. I would be like, Woo! Yeah. I would like I would be the pl- like why is there yeah, no players in baseball like that that are all fucking weird and like like I would do the weirdest shit I would I don't know like I would just I think I would it's, do- a, I think it's a combination of like uh, gamesmanship they don't like not, nobody ever wants to feel like they're showing up the other player like it's like a, that's a baseball thing yeah it's but like think, frowned upon to, to act but like I that, think by the time you're in the major leagues and you hit a home run you've already hit. 700 over the course of your <laughs> lifetime so it's like i think by then you're like okay cool 
You know, the only person I never saw smile was like Scott Rowland. He hit a home run, put his head down, and run around the bases, and that's it. that was it. <laughs> Dude, I would, I would. You know, how, like we do those jumps where we you jump in there and you get real stiff. We call it a boner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we jump in there and do like the boner. You stiffen your whole body. I would jump off each. If I had a home run, I would jump off each base and do a boner. I would try to high five all the other people on the other team as I ran by. Like I would do the most wacky shit fucking imaginable. I'm making millions and millions of dollars a fucking second to do this thing that I love to do. Yeah. How are these people never happy? Not to do the boner run, but there's a couple players. I keep seeing highlights every once in a while. I can't. I don't know. If fucking dudes names but uh there's like this whole reel of this dude who always does goofy shit like yeah. he'll like somebody will be on first base and he'll be standing there and he just starts pushing him off the base and yeah. he's like, like yeah, trying to get him out like do. just fucking with him and shit and like the, he just it, there are some dudes like that but i was thinking about like if i was you know a pitcher or like a batter like i would start making like the most fucked up faces ever to do pitch it at me <laughs> And like, I would just start doing the weirdest shit. Like, I'd, if I was on base, I would just like fart. I, would, I don't know. I just want, I just, I don't know. I just wonder why there's not, because they're all kids, dude. We're older than the oldest fucking baseball player. By they're far. all like 22. Yeah. yeah. They're all 22. Dude, when we were 22, we were farting in bottles and, and putting the lid on it and then waiting a week and then trying to smell it. I was anyway. I mean, I was doing that at like 28 and like 30 and stuff, but like. <laughs> They're fucking kids. What were we doing when we were 22? Professional baseball players are 22, 23, 24. What the fuck? We were trying what? to act as dumb as we possibly could at all times. Dude, we were one notch above Beavis at 28. Yeah, <laughs> we were going to fucking mm-hmm. what's his name's house that I worked at Emo's with, butt naked, doing jumping jacks in his front <laughs> in front lawn after we <laughs> yeah. knocked on his front door and ran, and then he sicked his dog on me. Yeah, that's what we <laughs> yeah, were doing yeah. at 22. Yeah. Dude, I w- uh, went to my mom's house the other day to clean shit up in her basement, and I found this huge box. Um, all th- those ape shit. Like, I actually have like a bunch of copies of ape shit, like the VHS tapes. Mm, sick. I think there's some other cool stuff in there, but we got to watch that shit at some point, or maybe we we'll just put it on Patreon or something. You know? Yeah. Yep. This stuff is so good. Yeah, like when you rollerblade naked across page. <laughs> like <laughs> we, you always got naked and did shit. I just own that fucking little wiener life. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little wiener! Life. You almost got hit by a car when that happened, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, that was <laughs> like it's on the close. video. That was fucking yeah. stupid. I did not look both ways. But there's someone out in the world right now that maybe in the last year had this conversation. He's like, man, you remember when we were driving down Page and we saw a naked roller player? <laughs> <laughs> like someone's had that conversation about you before. Yeah. Like when we would uh, we made those videos, we'd run through, we'd go through like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would run through the drive-through with guitars, like people were ordering food. Like we just, yeah. did. there's someone that's had that conversation for sure in the last year. It's like, hey, remember that time like we were ordering food, <laughs> and that fucking maniac with the guitar came up and started. Like you never know, like or the time that you climbed in the fucking window. Yeah, that's, that's in the what DVD. I was gonna say. We were on we were on tour, yeah, in like 2005, and you climbed through the fucking window. Oh yeah, I went backstage, the, the drive-through window. <laughs> yeah, 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 you went backstage at McDonald's. Dude, yeah. can, can you imagine that happening now? You ran in there and did the boner jump. Uh, yeah. I yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. And then you jumped back out the window, and we were in a fucking bus in the drive-thru. I had that, like, a fucking decade-long window <laughs> where when we tour and stuff, I'd always figure out a way to get, like, go behind the bar and stuff and, like, serve us drinks. <laughs> like, I always yeah. just, like, talked myself into weird situations. Do you know what one mm. of the fucking most annoying things that ever happened in regards to that? Because I know I... We did a lot of dumb shit. I did a a lot of dumb shit that cost us a lot of money. I broke things, and that was fucking stupid. And clubs were right to be pissed off and annoyed with us, especially if they didn't like our music. But there were a couple times 
when I would go back and get on the bar where I would just like grab a beer and just chug a beer back there, like grab it from behind the bar or something. And <laughs> there were like, I think two times where they came after the show and, <laughs> and tried to charge us for the beer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, somebody's got to pay for it. Yeah. Well, that's because like the promote the promoter and the band doesn't actually, you know, usually work for the venue. So it's a whole different thing. I mean, it makes sense, you know, but if you're cool at all, you just be like, that's funny, whatever. Yeah. 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 I found if you beer. just generally just like smile at people and just be real nice and funny about it, you can just kind of get away with like most things, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's just like, as you know, I don't know. Once you're like a dick people and you start arguing, you try to act all hard shit, like it's over, you know? Uh, speaking of touring and you like breaking everything. I think we've talked so much about the past. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I wow. fucked up my whole oh. mic. Oh. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I got That's some good. on it. That had some 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 beef to it. Well, not really. Uh, it was lean it beef. It sounded like lean a, beef. a queef. Um, we talked on this podcast so much about the touring in the past and stuff. Once this fucking pandemic's over and we have the best fucking tightest record of all time with the Titus producer and we're on tour playing all these awesome shows all over planet earth. You should start breaking everything again. Just so we have more stuff, you know, it'll be all right. Yeah, but we'll get more stuff for stories, all, but it all comes out of your cut. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't detract from us. Yeah. yeah I didn't say I, I'm not paying for it, but you could pay for it. We'll put a budget in for everybody, but if you go yeah. over that, you got to pay incidentals. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's called. God damn it. That'd I want to play so bad. Do you guys ever do that shit where you like, uh, Go through your like iPhoto or like I, I've been I've spent the last two months going through like hard drives and re-editing photos and shit. Long story super short, I've looked at a bunch of band photos of us, and then it would make me look at live photos and shit. And maybe once a week, I think about posting a live photo and doing that thing that every single person in 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 a band in the world does. It's like can't wait to do this again. Can't <laughs> wait to do this again. And I don't do it because it's like yeah, it's super obvious like. But motherfuck, I can't wait to do this again. Unbelievable. Dude, my biggest thing lately is I got super into this uh, this Japanese band within like the past week. And um, now I, they're fucking so good and I listen to them, but I can't, I'm like half of me is like, man, this is great. And the other half is like, fuck, I'm so bummed out that I have no idea when it's, when we're going to get back to Japan with all this bullshit going on to play shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I, I try not to think about it too much. I went through like fucking 800 gigs of Japan photos and God damn, dude, that place is just so special for us. You know? Yep. I can't wait. Oriwa Okamada. I can't wait, man. Those pictures on the bullet train where Josh is sleeping in front of Mount Fuji. <laughs> those are some of my favorite tour photos ever, dude. <laughs> Sounds like you so like good. took a nap in front of Mount Fuji. <laughs> uh, you, just, you just happen to be sleeping while you're passing <laughs> by it. <laughs> Yeah, we're in the train. I don't know. You must have been watching the game. I just can't wait to be in a band. I can't wait to play shows. You could join our band. I want to play. PRS is making me a tight-ass new guitar, though. That's sweet. Sick. Ooh. I ordered... Well, I mean, I ordered it like six months ago before I started listening to Machine Gun Kelly, and my guitar's pink like his. Rip off. Way to be with the times, bro. But mine's like pastel pink. His is like hot pink. Yours is like Barbie pink. Mine's like Barbie pink, yeah, like pastel. <laughs> Yours pink. is Easter pink. <laughs> Easter yeah, pink. like that scissor. Yeah, I can't wait to get it though. You could wear yours to Easter Sunday service. I can't wait. Hey, I got That's another tight. sports question really quickly. Josh Wills, huh? 
We almost started talking about guitars. Now you're going to go back to sports. Really quick. In we your sports should, After that, we should talk about dicks. <laughs> Athletes' dicks. We'll break new ground. Listen, okay, so one thing I've always struggled with is being um, like a diehard fan, maintaining like diehard fandom for a group of people that just cycle out. Like in 10 years, it's like a completely different group of people with just the same shirts on. Uh-huh. Do you ever think about that? Do you care about that? How do... You know, I, I get like the hometown thing, like, yeah, this is my team, but it has never once crossed my mind. Really? Not at all. I, it's just it's like a, a band or like a movie or like a story about, you know, a group of people and then like their kids and then so on, you know, whatever. It's kind of forever, but like a, a cycling through I, that. That's where that's like one of the big reasons I kind of can't get on board. You know what I mean? I can't be like a fan of something long term, like it's completely different people. I mean, the majority of the time, not even from your city, you just hire them from other cities to be from your city for a couple of years or whatever. I don't have an issue with it. I don't know. I've never once thought about that. <laughs> cool. He's thought about it so little that he just got off the call. <laughs> never so once thought about that. Bye. Peace. For those who don't know, he just disappeared. He gone. Oh, that's great. He oh, loved that cute. question so much. <laughs> You said, I've never once thought about that. You were gone. Click. <laughs> and now you're just a head. You're just a little head, a little peanut head. I don't know what happened. I don't know either. The booted me off drugs. the internet. Uh, Shit. Uh, but anyway, no, I've never thought about that. All right, cool. Thanks for the insight. <laughs> I just really, I really have it. That is weird. I always think it's weird whenever people are like... You know, like from St. Louis, and they're like, man, fuck Chicago. Fuck that city. <laughs> yeah, Your yeah, fucking yeah. team sucks. And I'm like, whoa, dude. You're that <laughs> fucking, like, anti anywhere else in the world other than your fucking yeah, yeah. 20 miles radius around you? It's like, yeah. chill the fuck out. But I mean, most most sports dudes aren't like that, but some people are. You know? Yeah, some people are really like that. It's fucking weird. It's tribal shit. Yeah, yeah so I was to say, to dude, it's like ingrained in our fucking, that's ancient DNA, dude. We are tribal ass animals. Yeah, it's, there's also a thing crazy. in like um, honor culture, Ryan. If you've listened to a bunch of the, the Sam Harris stuff, Dan, I don't know how mm-hmm. much you've listened to, but there's an episode yeah, where a dude a was talking about honor culture and it being a thing like in like the mafia or in like cities with like, um, especially like in the Northeast where you've got all these different cultures from different immigrant backgrounds and families, and there's rivalries, and you know, a block of a city will be like this group of people that are com- completely different air quotes from the people, you know, a block away. And that rivalry, mm-hmm. this goes for generations. And there's yep. like the honor culture thing where it's like, if your brother punched my uncle, then somebody's going to have to get punched yeah, on, yeah. you know, on your side. And it's like, there's like a tit for tat kind of thing that is just yep. like assumed. There's like a penance to pay. Like, you know what I mean? It's called mm-hmm. gang shit, dog. And it's <laughs> all, it all comes from the same place. I feel like it's all, yeah, it's, it's all from the same place. Cause like one, one, when I've, I've actually heard Sam Harris talk about this exact same thing. No one turns on like a hockey game and is like, I'm going to watch this for the sheer enjoyment <laughs> of watching pure sport. Right. Like right. You're, you yeah. instinctively, <laughs> instinctively you go, who am I going to root for? You know, yeah. who do I want to win? Who do I want to lose? There's just, just like, we're just hardwired for that shit. You know? Yeah, maybe that's why we're not that into sports because we're not so much like that. So the game doesn't isn't really that fun if you're not, you know, rooting for somebody and you know 
We're aliens. Really hating hating the other team. I guess that makes you like it a lot more, obviously. And the other uh, the other thing that I do kind of understand though is like I think for some people it's an escape. You know? Like yeah. if you just if you're not like big on your job, you're kind of not stoked on you're just not very stoked in general in the way direction your life's going. Dude, a, a good fucking baseball game, like you get dude, it gives you like a target to vent all your frustrations, your anger. Like all of a sudden all that shit has somewhere to go, you know? And you can just kind of escape your reality for a couple hours and watch a game, you know? I get that. Yeah. So you're saying baseball's for miserable motherfuckers. I'm just saying I know people, I know probably twenty five people that I can just see it. The passion for the passion, like what Josh is saying, like fuck dude, but fuck, fuck the boo boo. Like, dude, there's something else going on there. You're not just mad at this <laughs> yeah. that team. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. There's something else going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like road rage. There's something else. You're not you're not mad because I hit my I there's some there's some other shit going on there, you know? Yeah. I get some road rage. There's something else going Usually on. Because I'm late to every <laughs> uh, I'm late to everywhere I go. So I'm like, fucking get going. Dude, same. Fuck. <laughs> get the fuck out of my way. I remember back in the day, 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, talking about all the time the fact that I drove like an old person. Like, yeah, I drive fucking slow, dude. I don't care at all. And it wasn't until I like was no longer touring and had to be like at a job on time that I started to get road rage because yeah. for yeah. that exact reason. Because back in the day, it's like, yeah, it's fucking sweet. I'll get over to Ryan's. Like, Dan will be like 10 minutes behind me. He'll have Taco Bell too. And like, <laughs> yeah. start playing music. It's cool. Like, whatever. Everybody that, chill. That's, we would try to get there at noon and we'd get there at one. Or one thirty every day. Uh, you would. Dude, I have I yeah, have an irrational that's... fear of my uh, phone breaking. Like if I have a photo shoot with, at somewhere like I've never been, like a location I've never been, or I have to meet a client somewhere I've never been, I'm already fucking borderline dyslexic with directions, if that's a thing. Like I'm I've the worst sense of direction of anyone I've ever met. And I have this irrational that's, fear that that's like true. dude, I'm I I'm bad. We could walk out of the of the hotel on tour and like turn one time, and you're like, I have no fucking idea where we are yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a thing. Like, it's a real, it's a real thing. And then Josh made me feel a lot better because he's like, uh, or maybe it was Adam. One of you guys told me that you read an article and Dimebag had this exact same issue, and I was like, oh sweet. Yeah. Uh, he was always lost. Like, perpetually like I lost. knew I was sick, bro. This is cool. Uh, no, but I'm always like, I'll plug the fucking address in. Like, there's been weddings I've shot like out of town or whatever like one in Lake Tahoe where I actually printed out directions like it's fucking 1999 <laughs> just to have a backup. It's like, if I like, if what if my phone just stops working? You know, what if I get out of the car and drop it on the ground? It's like, we're so dependent. I'm so dependent. I, I live in St. Louis and I still use the fucking my mass pro- program to get around St. Louis. Cause I'm that bad with directions. So you, know? you have road anxiety instead of road rage. <laughs> I just, I'm like, fuck, if my phone stops working, I will not make this photo shoot, you know? So I, I, I'm i like, that's the only thing I stress about. It's like, fuck, I hope my phone doesn't get smashed or I don't like, it just, I don't drop it in like my water or something, you know? Dude, I remember back in the day having that, you know, people always say like, well, we did fine before we had GPSs. Like, no, I didn't. Like, no. When I was... We only went like three places. Yeah. And like, I remember being like 17 years old and trying to go to meet uh, my, my boss to go fucking cut lawns or whatever I was doing that summer or whatever. And I think I, I missed the exit for 141. And the next exit was like, I don't know, another five miles, some fucking road that I didn't know. And I remember freaking the fuck out. 
Number one, because I never had any gas in my tank because I was 17, didn't have any fucking money. But like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Literally, all I had yeah. to do was go turn around at the, the yeah, next yeah. exit and come back. Yeah. But I, I had like fucking an anxiety attack. When we first started touring, it was like that. We had to, I mean, it wasn't like that, but when the first, I don't know. I feel like it was first, at least first year or two, like we used that atlas to get around everywhere. We'd route, we used a physical mm-hmm. map to get from city yep. to city. Which now yeah, I look have back. have directions yeah, from the promoter. Like, yeah, Oki would actually print. Shout out John Oaks. Uh, what's up, Oki? Happy birthday. He would uh, print out directions every night from venue to venue, you know? And before, and when we didn't do that, like I remember Tim Mergenthaler, Timmy, shout out Timmy Wu. I would drive and he would sit there and navigate, you know? We just picked the quickest route out of a fucking physical map. Be like, it's looks like this, high, this highway meets this one up here. So let's just go that yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. We used to do that all the yep. time. But if we crazy. remember, we did miss the exit and run out of gas a few times too. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember having to to verify though, like even though we had MapQuest and we could print shit out, still we would like call the promoter and just be like, oh, it says this, but like yep. once you get off the highway, like how do you actually go? And he, you know, well, turn left at the so and so and like old school directions yep. all around the country. Back in my day, it was uphill both ways. Hey, you know what though? I am super pumped that we had grew up in the time period that we grew up in, you know, like I'm super pumped. There weren't smartphones and shit. When we were kids, we were just skateboarding, BMX bikes, fucking building shit, dirt bikes. We were just, we had the dude, our child, our, our generation had like the fucking best childhood. I think, I think it is pretty sweet to have lived fully without the, without the internet and fully with it. Yep. All is like relatively young people, but also old enough to actually experience the world and do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like both. Yeah, the internet was a thing in high school and early 2000s, but we didn't use it like we do now. So we were like adults out in the world. We were the last kids without the internet. Yeah. It was the best, man. We were we were just doing shit. We're, dude, I'm sure our generation has a certain resiliency and just kind of like sense of self-reliance because we went out and actually did shit and had to fend for ourselves and fucking... You know, just to sit around like, dude, I have kids. So, you know, uh, I mean, we all have kids, but like, I really am like sensitive to this thing. Cause I, if my kids are on a screen too long, it, I'm like super old guy fucking curmudgeon about it. Like, I'm just like, get off that shit, go outside now, you know, they're young. So I'll go outside with them and stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Like we were just out and about from, I would eat breakfast and then I didn't come home until it was like after dinner time. We were just out doing shit. Yep. You learn a lot about the how the world works when you're 16 years old and you're in downtown St. Louis skateboarding around, you know? <laughs> you learn like, hey, if you fuck up, you get killed down here, you know? Like mm-hmm. you just learn how to be self-reliant and you learn like independence and I don't know, it's crazy. So what you're saying is we need to create like a like a training program, like a simulator for your kids where they have to yeah. deal with some life and death situations, man. Get some yeah, weapons you do involved. The v, you, they put the VR on and then they go skateboarding downtown <laughs> in 1996. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they learn all the same things we did. I, I think some of the shit that I did as a kid and a teenager, I would not be able to handle it if my kids did it. Like I would, Oh, dude, fucking You know insane. what I'm saying? That's like, part of the reason I can't have kids. Yeah, I mean... I can't handle it, dude. I mean, that's... It's different. Every parent has said that in, in yeah, every, yeah. every yeah, life, yeah. and now we're experiencing that. Yeah. But, you know, we won't, we won't know about the shit that they do that we're not supposed to know about, so it's fine. Yeah. They won't tell us. Just like we didn't tell our parents half the shit we did. So, Isn't it crazy Fine. to think about how you guys as parents 
I, tell me if you, if this freaks you out or not. Thinking about all the shit that you learned by doing it wrong or fucking up or being crazy when you were a kid helps you to some extent, but then there's all the shit that comes from living like these fully digital lives that we don't have any idea long-term what like the psychological effect is of living in a world with brand new shit all the time that's affecting us in so psychological ways that we don't understand yet. So like the whole thing is just like by the seat of our pants as a species. Dude, it's an yeah. experiment. It's, yeah. It's a fucking global social experiment. Dude, I, but I'm not going to talk about this a lot because um, it's a very, like, what's the Netflix documentary that everyone's watched? The uh, social, social dilemma. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, it's, it's real, but it's all stuff that, like, you know and stuff you've heard about. But, like, dude, social media, the way, like, the increased levels of fucking suicide, anxiety, depression, like, this shit's a fucking, like, uh, it's in a fucking emergency, dude. You know? It's, like, had catastrophic effects on young people in particular and that's what's fucking scary like my my daughter's 12 and i will not i will not let her have social media like i won't dude i'm like my kids don't have video games they don't have any of that shit that my daughter Milo's has a eight and he has he has an instagram account and everything no joke no, TikTok, won't, instagram eight years i won't old. let him do it i won't let him do it i'm kind of the opposite i i encourage him to do it all more than i'm just like that's his fucking life it's not going to go backwards so it's only going to get crazier and crazier so I just figured yeah. you might as well just fucking learn how to adapt and do it. You know, it's whatever. It's not like 10 years from now that it's not going to go away, you know? So it's like, I do wonder, um, I might be so fucking off on this, but like, I wonder if you'd feel different if it, if, if it was a, ch- if a girl, like when Maisie's old enough. Cause it's yeah. like for, for young girls in particular, it's better that I, that he was born first. Yeah. That, that does make it easier. No, I'm just saying like the difference, like in like anxiety, depression, suicide, all that stuff. It's like actually way worse for, girls than boys you know and that's like okay i'll just acknowledge that maybe i'm a total i it's very possible i I have no fucking clue what i'm talking about but i do not worry about my son the same way i worry about my daughter yeah you know i just don't i don't know way fewer people are trying to penetrate your son probably from (laughs) on the internet yeah i don't know i just only priests i just don't you know whatever enough old guy talk yeah, I mean, you know, none of us can know any of it, you know? It's just all guessing and hoping for the best. Yeah. I mean, they do it, like, I fucking love, like, dude, my kids, my daughter's, like, super into art, so she, like, watches all these art tutorials. She's super into birds. She has three birds, and she's, like, always on these, like, YouTube YouTubers that are bird owners. It's, like, the way she uses YouTube and the internet is fucking glorious. She's just like, hey, I don't know how to do this drawing technique. I'll learn how to do it. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. Yeah. I'll learn how to do it. Oh, she's a birder? Yeah, you she's a birder, is dude. an amazing tool for every oh, human Oh, my God, planet. dude. She never just sits there and watches some dorky shit. She's always learning how to, like, be creative on it, and it's fucking amazing. I'm, that yeah. stuff's great. I'm talking about, like, the social media stuff. I, I'm not ready for her to do that stuff. It's just, like, kids at that age are just shitheads, dude. <laughs> you know? Dude, it's hard, enough, it's hard enough for adults. Like, the oh, idea yeah. of... Social media being this like idealized version of what you are, and um, the majority of the time it's a fucking facade. Yep. And that just, it does the opposite of what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it does the opposite of what you're portraying usually. You're just like having the best time. You like put all this effort into taking this photo of you having the best fucking time ever at this mm-hmm. restaurant or on this trip that you're on or whatever. Then it's like, okay, well, I wonder how many likes I'm going to get on this, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's just 
terrible fucking feedback loop, dude. We don't post the 17 pictures where we're all bloated and fat on stage and look gross. <laughs> we only post that one where we're like, fuck yeah. Well, yeah it's like, and it, <laughs> nobody ever sees how shitty we look half the time. It's, well, it's, it's curated and it's a highlight reel. And dude, I've, I, I'll be completely honest. I struggle with that shit. Like I'm a generally like, I mean, you guys know me. I'm like a really intense, like kind of overstoker. I'm just stoked about a lot of shit a lot of times. So I, I like seriously over the last year, I've made like an effort. It's like, dude, if I'm, there's someone at the door. No, there's not. That's probably your mom. Okay, don't answer it. It's 9.30 p.m. Somebody's at Ryan's front door. Oh, no, it's the cops. <laughs> Isn't that weird? The idea of somebody being at the door now is fucking kind of weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was a comedian that talked door? about that recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, hide, hide. Somebody's at the fucking door. <laughs> That's Mark Barron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a whole great bit about that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. No. Oh, yeah. I was just making a point that like I, I like over the last year, year and a half, I, I've like made it a point like – you know, I don't, I try not to filter myself. Like I'll actually like, I'll have those days where I feel like I'm like the shittiest photographer ever. And I'm just like, feel super behind. I'll like post that shit just to show people. It's not, I'm not always fucking stoked. It's like, yeah, there are days where I feel like I'm the worst photographer. I am 10 years behind where I want to be and blah, blah, blah. And this is what's helped me feel better today. Blah, blah. And I'll like post that shit because I feel like I'm guilty of just for sure. Like doing the highlight reel thing, you know, just like, Hey, just showing people only the good times, you know? And I posted something the other day. It's like, hey, dude, when I'm super, super, super stressed out, this is what I do is I make music when I feel like fucking I'm about to lose my shit. But like, I, I make sure to post stuff that's like real, you know? I think it's important. But you know what, dude? Even doing that, though, can induce induce the same kind of like, uh, I don't know, for me, like I see you post about shit all the time and I'm like, God, I don't fucking post anything. I gotta fucking, there's gotta be something I, I can fucking post about. This is part of my job. What the fuck am I doing? And it's like, even the honest stuff about it not being the best is like, yeah, yeah. fuck, I didn't even post that. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, you know? I just, yeah, I literally can't ever think of anything to post ever. Well, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. but, but it is like, I'll be, I mean, I'm just being, to be honest, it is tied to your ego because it's like, it's like, fuck it. Am I just posting that in some small way, like even subconsciously, to like make myself feel better? And and straight up, the reason I'm posting it is because I don't want people to perceive me as like this dude who who just like puts out this false fucking reality that's like, hey, this dude never gets stressed out. This dude never fucking gets down. This dude never. So like, I feel like I have to post that shit, which in itself is kind of calculated, which in itself is kind of fucking sometimes feels kind of gross. It's like. The whole idea of just like needing to do like we're we're in a band and I'm a photographer so like I have to do some form of social networking you know so Instagram's the only thing I do you know what I'm saying like all of it 100 is a performance even when you're trying yeah. to be your most authentic self it's still a fucking performance was performance which is inherently weird and it's a weird social experiment that everyone on earth is playing the last ten years you know that's playing out yeah all of it's fucking weird that's why. When I wasn't in the band for a few years mm -hmm. and I stopped using social media, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. I didn't post on Instagram for two years and yeah. it was the shit. That's my move when I go on vacation or I go like do an extended adventure or everything. Like as a rule, my shit gets turned off. I'll send you guys an email like, hey, I'm going to be off my phone for nine days. We're going to the beach or whatever, blah, blah. Like, dude, it's better, right? Yeah, it's way better. Yeah, it's why? Yeah. I don't know. It's How's everybody going to know how much better you are than them if you don't post the beach <laughs> photo? But it is. It's just part of our job now, and that sucks. Yeah. 
But uh, the thing that's helped me is that, like, again, I, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to, like, marketing uh, in terms of, like, the social media best practices, I should say. But, like, the thing that helps me is I just treat it like my, my blog. I just use it as a, as a blog, as a brain dump, and as a blog. I don't use it like people use Instagram, you know? And that kind of helps me. It's like, hey, read it or don't. I don't fucking care, you know? Like, read it more. <laughs> it's weird because... <laughs> And, 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 and I don't, uh, I don't fuck with, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, and the other thing that's, I think the most helpful thing in the entire fucking world is I don't argue with people. I don't interact really, which is really, uh, counterproductive and really shitty business. I don't read comments. I don't do any of that shit. I, I, I use it as a blog. I put my fucking blog post out and then I put my phone down. I get that. But even the blog thing for me. And I'm not saying this about you, but for me, if I were to write a blog, it would feel like a performance. It is a performance. All of it. But I feel that way about a blog, but I don't feel that way about this podcast or my Star Wars podcast. And I think it's because I don't enjoy writing. Like I'm interested in writing. I want to be a better speaker and writer, but I don't enjoy it as like a a thing, as like an artistic outlet. Mm. Good thing you're in a band. But I'm saying like writing in terms of like uh, almost like a journalistic yeah. Yeah. style thing or like as uh, a literary kind of exercise. Yeah. Some people are super into that. I love or they it. want to be journalists in some degree. So that makes sense. Whereas like me talking about Star Wars on a podcast, I really, really enjoy that. Like getting together with people and analyzing stuff and then sharing that and actually having a conversation with the listeners about it, you mm-hmm. know, through Patreon and all that kind of shit. I fucking love that. But I hate the social media part about it. Yeah. Despite the fact that I know it's completely necessary. That's where I get a lot of anxiety where like with us, you know, with the band and with that, I'm like, how the fuck do these all all these other motherfuckers have so many followers? Like what what is the shit that they're posting? Like yeah, yeah. and trying to deconstruct like how the fucking algorithm works. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately I just want to be like, hey man, we're talking about cool shit over here. Talk about it with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're making cool music over here. Check it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's all um, I do. Well, I think it's just like at the end of the day, no matter what, it's still a fucking performance, you know? And I just try to be like authentic, but it's still a performance by nature. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess I'm saying some performances are fulfilling and some are, are a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love to write though. I write every morning. I, I've kept a journal for a couple of years now. I write every single morning as part of just like what I do as a human. Uh, I just, I've tried to write books maybe five, six separate times. I've got like hundreds of pages of books I've tried to write that I just feel aren't, I don't know, I don't really want the world to see them, but I, I truly enjoy writing. So, um, I love that, but it's still, I struggle with it cause it's like, I don't know. I, I guess I, I'm just hyper-focused on, I, I don't want it to be too much of a highlight reel, but I'm generally pretty stoked about the stuff that I'm doing. You know, so I, I make sure if I'm feeling down, like I make, I make sure at least to like put some of that in there. So I don't, don't come off as like, uh, I want to be a human, you know, and that's fucking hard through Instagram. Yeah. That's what's dope about this podcast. Cause people just hear us talk with no filters. You know, if there is any editing, it's light. Um, we're just dudes. And yep. I don't know. I, I, I do the, I do my Instagram exactly like we do this podcast. Yeah. With no pants. <laughs> just, I, I don't know. I just, Every time I post, I take my pants off. <laughs> I don't press upload with pants on. I don't do it. It's a policy. No, but but if we, I think we're all probably um, in our own way like shitty at social 
media as uh, not as people, but as business <laughs> owners, like yeah. we don't yeah. do it right, you know. But I, I I struggle with this, especially with the photography side. But like, you you want to be on your fucking phone all day, like interacting with people that you'll never meet in the physical world to just try to get more, make your number a little higher, and maybe maybe like I I just don't want to do that. It circles back to our conversation thirty minutes ago about selective ADD or whatever. And like, if I don't want to do something, it's, it fucking takes, I have to move heaven earth to get me to do something I don't want to do. And I don't want to sit on my fucking phone and comment on people's shit. So maybe someone else will see my name and follow me, you know, and all the other bullshit you have to do. Most 40 year olds who are really good at Instagram or whatever are fucking annoying as fuck. <laughs> like dude, if, if, if you're our age and you're trying that hard, it's like, come on, dude, yeah. you don't give a fuck about this. What are you doing? Yeah. We're not supposed to care that much about Instagram, you know? Yeah. To be clear, I do want more followers for myself, for the band, for the podcast, but only to have more of a reach to be like, hey, everybody, we just made a new thing. Here it is. Yeah. Exactly. Or, hey, everybody, here's something I really fucking care about. And the fact that you clicked follow, like, I'm not trying to go out and get new followers, but if you're reading this, it means you follow me. So that's fucking awesome. Thanks for following me. Mm -hmm. Thanks for supporting. I make sure like every couple months to put a really sentimental post like from the heart. Like it's amazing you guys support the band. Thanks for supporting Story of the Year. Thanks for supporting me as a creative person, Baba. That shit's fucking amazing. Okay. Like I'm. Agreed. That's amazing. And that's the beauty of Instagram for me. You know, I I love it. But I'm not going to like sit there and fucking scroll through comments all day long. No fucking way. You, you should know? start doing outfit of the day and uh, <laughs> hair products. And- well, I mean, it, it makes me sound like an asshole, like like I'm too good to talk to people that support me. It's not that at all. So I, I know that people have at times like taken that personally. Like, he doesn't like anything. He doesn't see anything. Blah, blah. It's, I don't like stuff because I don't see it because I don't sit on my phone all day, you know, and it's nothing personal um, because I truly, 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 truly love that these people are like supporting us and supporting me and everything. It's just, it's, it's really so dumb and simple. I just don't want to sit on my phone a second longer than I have to. Scrolling through scrolling through comments and shits is fucking bad for you. It's bad for your brain. Undeniable. Yeah. And the shit we do with patrons and the way we've been hanging out recently and kind of making this community more engaging is way the fuck cooler than respond, responding to comments and, and liking people's comments mm-hmm. and shit like that. Yeah. To me. Well, that's the that's direct fans that matter, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I feel like the biggest service I can do to a story of the year fan is work my fucking ass off making music and doing what I can to keep our band and business going. I think that's way more something I can do than just like, you know, sit on Instagram and argue with people or talk to people or whatever, blah, blah. They, they want me working on music instead, you know? They want to be serviced by you. I think everybody wants to know your opinions on Donald Trump all the time. Duh. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Every four hours, I would love to see another post about... How much yeah. you hate so and so, and yeah, it's real neat. I love people, dude. I fucking as much as I hate social media, I get caught up in that shit in those political conversations and just fucking trolls. And I know it, and I have to like stop myself sometimes. But that shit, I just feel compelled sometimes. I didn't look at it's I hard. didn't look at anything for the last six months because I fucking can't stand it. I can't I can't listen to people's opinions anymore, Adam. Because there's there's part of you that feels like it's like you have like almost a a moral obligation sometimes. Absolutely. But dude, that shit will rot your fucking brain. It'll rot your insides and it'll make you less of a clear thinker. You know, it has, 
it has done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it Fuck has. Fuck all that. I take Dan's approach. I just I just stay off it, dude. And I'm way lucky because I don't do Facebook. I don't do Twitter. All those people can suck dicks. <laughs> Who? What if they like to suck what dicks? I, What's what the other miss? option? I just see are, you, had, are you doing the comment? Are you reading comments right now? Is what it looks like. I'm talking about, you're talking about the people that post about uh, yeah trolls and stuff. They can all suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, Scoob. What do they suck if they if they like that to do that? Titties. I don't know. If you're into dicks, then you got to suck a titty. A turd. <laughs> suck a turd suck out a of a butt. Suck a titty. <laughs> Oh, it's great. Uh, Josh, you can keep saying suck one. I'm just going to say suck a titty. <laughs> That's my phrase. Titty. One of you guys said titty last week. And I thought of titty milk. Thought, yeah, we were talking oh, about titty, titty milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> I just I sent like, the song. What a word. Titty. I put a song in the Dropbox last week. It was called Slapping Them Titties. Yeah. Maybe that, that word just keeps coming up. Yo, did you guys see on the, on the, the Sony Discord Instagram? Papa Stern's breast milk or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. They made with. Dude, they go through every bit of our podcast and make the best shit. It's great. Yeah. For for the record, I've never said the word titty in my life and like in a real, <laughs> in meaning, in like a meaningful way. Like, no, you, see her, that's the, you see that chick's titties? <laughs> <laughs> that Can't might be the first time it's ever stupid. come out of my mouth just now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very weird. What did your mom used to say, Dan? Uh, she used to say tit, like, like call it, yeah, like a little, like if there was like a little thing on, you know, like a, I don't know, something sticking off of something, like a piece of plastic. She goes, it's got a little tit on it. It's got this little tit. I'd be like, what? Dan, touch oh, my tit. Mom, did you just say tit? Um, no, that that uh, Sodi Discord account. Like, I'll go check that every once in a while. Like, uh, my Ashley will tell me some or someone will send me a screenshot where I'll go look at. Dude, whoever's running that thing, thank you. It is yeah, fucking it's glorious. Dude. So good. Yep. Which it's called Sodi Discord on Instagram. If any of you guys yeah, want to yeah. go follow them, they're funny. To me, the genius of it is the Photoshop is like intentionally like really bad. I hope it's intentionally bad yeah. because it, like good Photoshop <laughs> isn't funny to me. You know. Bad Photoshop is hilarious. Yeah. They'll be in the chat, and then yeah, like, yeah. somebody will make one. Yeah, it's yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Dude, that one of me on the Matrix cover... <laughs> yeah, that's good. ...was, that's like, good. made me fucking start just choking laughing, because, one, I'm laughing at myself for <laughs> being such a fucking idiot. Real quick, I was trying really hard to sleep on a flight, and I didn't have any, any way to cover my face at all. So I took pieces of fucking magazine and tried to fold it up and put it between my glasses and my face to, to, to fall asleep. This is that conversation about how you just get so honed in. God damn it. I put so much work into it. And all it did was rub off the ink onto my fucking face. So I was walking around the airport with black ink all over my eyes. Um, Fuck. Yeah, so that picture got photoshopped. My favorite's the, the one where they face swap Dan with uh, Mini-Me. <laughs> yeah, that one. The video. That one looked yeah, very. Real. I, I don't know what you call that. Whatever the vi- yeah, face, video, face swap, whatever. Yeah, yeah, dude, that they've, shit. They've the, done the, a few the good videos, ones of that. The video stuff with you, Dan, though, I think is like really, really funny. I don't know. <laughs> so from the, it's from that face swap app, right? Or face? Uh-uh. What's it called? Right. Face did app? you see that one that weekend that Birdie's one they did? It was me yeah, and no. you. We were carrying drunk Adam from uh, Warp Tour. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, oh, that's so good. Let's wrap up, Monta. Let's do that. They even made a meme of Ryan saying, "Hey, we should probably wrap." Because <laughs> <One of> them- <laughs> yeah. that that it comes to that point every week. You say that pretty much every week. Do I? I'm sorry. 
it's just a thing that they were, they were like, I don't know. They posted one about it. It said that moment when Ryan says, we should probably rap. <laughs> and it was oh, like a sad funny. face or something. It's funny. We are going to close on kind of a down note real quick. One of our best friends, longtime bass tech, road crew. Merch guy. Merch guy, former bandmate of Ryan's, Mark Roth, who uh, is a bass player in Greek Fire. His house almost entirely fucking burned out, burned down. Didn't burn down, but huge house fire. And he lost fucking everything, including his cats who were in the fire. It's fucking gnarly. Just found out about that this morning. Just happened this morning, I guess. Um, He has a GoFundMe because the dude needs help. If you want to donate $1, $100, whatever you have, help the dude out. He needs it a lot. We'll put the link in the show notes and help out our boy, Mark Joseph Roth. Yep, yep. Gordon Host of the Two Silent Ghost. Love you, Mark Roth. Same. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's do it. Everybody, thanks for listening. We didn't know quite what to do with this because Josh is on fucking Quaaludes, but I had a good time talking. Yeah, man. It was good. We knew we were going to do this one last week before the surgery for Josh, but we didn't. We just let him just suffer through it. Are you guys ready to start? (laughs) 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 All right. Like we talked about earlier, uh, Patreon is where you go to get involved with all kinds of cool stuff. If you really want to engage and be part of this community or just get more shit or get stuff sooner, Patreon has all the benefits. It's patreon.com slash story of the year. All the social stuff is, of course, at story of the year. My personal is at Adam the Skull. I'm dad, at dad, at dad, at dad, at dad rock, <laughs> at Dan Marcella on Instagram or whatever. Uh, Josh underscore Wills 29. I am Ryan Phillips. Josh, thanks for the beat of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. You find Josh at... Uh, at tittymilk.geocities. Suckatitty.com. Dot clown penis dot fart. <laughs> Suckatitty. All hey. right, everybody, thanks for listening. Get off my lawn. Until uh, next time. Josh, give us one so so loud. <laughs> I, that can't, I can't. Blow the splints right out of your nose. Do it. <laughs> go. Right, a, this is what you get. Suck one. How can we go on?